The Conspiracy Podcast contains adult language, suggestive themes, sexual situations, and discussions of some pretty horrific events. Basically, all the good stuff. Thanks for listening. Roasted vegetables topped with warm brown gravy with a side of meat? Ass meat? You probably won't by the end of this episode. Welcome to Aberdeen, New South Wales, Australia. Welcome back to Conspiracy, the podcast where we talk about the spooky shit, the creepy shit, murder shit, and all the weird shit. Um, all the weird shit. All the shit. All the Not literal weird shit. Things. Just, yes. you know. Also, the yeah. cannibals. Would that you one. classify, I would like to have this conversation right now, would you classify our subject today as a cannibal? I mean, there's like speculation that she did but there's no actual evidence okay that she did I she's don't definitely think. not like jeffrey Dahmer level no no, no, no. and i mean I, we'll get into it but i read that she couldn't really eat it like she yes. tried she and for sure she, like, was like cannibal one. i just want to know Ugh. <laughs> Same. Uh, okay yeah, it was well gross so anyway today's subject is gross very <laughs> yes. disgusting um, if we know summer's busy, so uh, we're just going to sum it up for you real quick. We're about to talk about a crazy bitch who skinned a guy and then tried to feed him to his own kids. All right. Thanks for listening. That's just it. Kidding. That was just it. Goodbye. Don't worry, you don't even need to know the gory details. Um, <laughs> but we're going to go into them anyway. I, I don't get like grossed out or weirded out by shit that often, but this was one that I was I, I, I had I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's fair. I read I read twenty five pages of a book and I was like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> I think she's fun. <clears throat> she like, scares me. She's very scary. And Obviously, I... a certifiable terrible person, awful oh, yeah. person, very abusive. But researching this was fun. And like, I love like, I love women who murder. I mean, come on, Deadly Women is like one of my favorite shows. So true. But yeah i find her story interesting yes. but like she terrifies me she is she absolutely crazy. terrifies me um but aside from that um yes welcome back i'm katie i'm liz i'm renee eventually i guess yeah literally you're usually like <laughs> i'm another one of your hosts renee what up i'm here well, it's probably because we're recording on an off day yeah it's not our normal day it's so Monday. it's like mm-hmm. i feel like sundays are like the uh monday's coming but like yes. it's Monday, we've already made it through Monday. I've already dealt with Monday. Exactly. So. And today's Just a really good day for me. Monday. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. I'm always off on Mondays, so I really look forward oh. to Mondays. I work Sundays, so. Ooh. Yeah, that's nice. I wish I was off on we're closed, so I can't really do it. <clears throat> but I guess I do have weekends off, so I can't complain. Yeah, I wish nice. I was off every day, but Literally. also still being paid. I would love to be retired. <laughs> I can pay you. Can't wait to be retired. I don't know what I would have to do to get that money, Katie. I want to know. <laughs> I'll show you. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, how was y'all's week? It's good. Um. Yeah, so Kat was out of town this weekend, so I just like spent a lot of time uh, crying, drinking, crying, oh, drinking Miller High Life, and swimming in my in my pool. That was basically it. And then I watched uh, some Twin Peaks, and I tried to snuggle my dogs, but they don't love me as much as they love Kat. So I just kind of like was by myself. <laughs> I I honestly think I left the house on Sunday to go to Target, but other than that, I don't think. I don't think I left the house at all on Saturday. Did you buy anything at Target? Well, yes, Target. Um, I had to buy stuff for my pool. I had to get some more shock treatment. Were you like, yes, I have a pool? <laughs> Everybody, I have I'm a pool. Just buying I'm buying stuff for my, my pool. <laughs> oh, don't buy me. One. This is for my pool. <laughs> don't buy me just buying pool things. Um... <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on my patio in my kiddie pool. It's fine. It's fine. I would rather have your giant kiddie pool because, like, you think pools are cool. Pools are not cool. They're a lot of work. There's so much work. That they're a lot of There's work. So I, work. I put shock tablets in my kitty pool. <laughs> oh, you do? Like just like, one? Just for fun? Do you have, yeah, one, yeah, do you have one of the vacuum things? You're like, here you go. <laughs> like a Roomba for my kitty pool? <laughs> no, like pools have those little yeah, no. wires. You yeah, need I one. Need, I, need I have a. a I, mini I get one. the leaves out with the net. My one, my one child, my oldest, uh, walked out the door and went. There's nothing I can jump off of. I was like, jump off the ladder. He was like, man. I was like, okay. It's, it's, it's a pool. It'll be okay. It's like three and a half feet. Trust me. It'll like, feel like an ocean to you. It comes to like to my to like my belly button. Does it? Can you please get sand so. and like palm like trees for your pool? Don't think I will. I'll make it a walk-in, like, sand entry kiddie pool. Don't. You guys are laughing? No, I want to see this. My kiddie like pool is my palm, paradise. I asked Richard the other day if I could get a float for the kiddie pool, and he was like, it's, it's, it's two feet deep. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but it'll float, right? So then I don't have to sit in the water. I can just float on it and splash myself. He was like, no, that's not <laughs> You need to make it a salt pool. You need waves in it. I'll put some you need like, water. You're gonna see me outside putting salt in you the pool. You need a tiki bar, <laughs> like Morton's in the you know, like your pink Himalayan salt. You're like, yes, <laughs> just it's for my. Your neighbors come outside. What the fuck are you doing? Luckily, they can't see me. No one can judge me. I would. No actually, one. Actually, you're like I'm going skinny dipping, Richard. I, I could just see you like with your pink. Well, your pink Himalayan salt lamp just in the pool. Don't. It's a salt pool. pool now. I put my crystals in the pool. <laughs> I have not done that yet, but I should. Oh man, that's so you usually. Um, usually I just like put my crystals in like a little jar with like some uh, rainwater and mm-hmm. some charge. But I'm sure I could just like throw yep. them in my pool. I put them in like, the pool. Go. Get charged with the moon energy crystals. Is that how you charge them? Yep. Yeah, I say get charged with the moon energy crystals, and with then it her. just happens. I charge. I charge. I charge them in my penis fly trap. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you just no. tell America that you put your crystals in your vagina? I may or may not. No. Is that not right? I mean, they make crystal dildos. Oh, I know. <laughs> Good. Anyways. Long, hard. Internet. Okay. Anywho, this week I saw Midsummer. <laughs> Oh, how oh, was it? I've heard that was so good. Okay. It looks really good. It's like, it looks like an Instagram filter. It's so pretty. It made oh. me want to join a cult for like five minutes. Yes. Everything is like really cool toned. And mm-hmm. there's just like a bunch of white Swedish people. Like, everyone looks like ABBA and they're all wearing white florals. And, and everyone's got flower fan. crowns. Yeah. Ooh. It was a lot like, it was kind of like hereditary with an Instagram filter. Uh. That's what I It's the same director. Except so about the Instagram oh, filter is. thing. Okay. Yeah, it's only yeah. a second movie. Kat and I really want to watch it. We were talking about I, it yesterday. Zillions of plot holes. Nothing ever makes sense. No ends ever get tied up. But oh. I enjoyed myself. It is two and a half hours long, so it's hard to Damn. do. I am seriously... Uh, parts of Hereditary really fucked me up. Because same. some of like the chanting that they do in it and some of the spells they use are like... They real. are real. real. I real. still have I not know. seen They're that real. movie. I need to see it. That's and how I, I had about Lords of Salem. That's Lords of Salem was too real for me. Yeah. I saw that in theaters, and literally, I was just talking about this last night with someone. I can look. At, I can't look at the poster. I can't hear the soundtrack. I can't oh, yeah. hear that the song. Music, right? I can't listen to the Velvet Underground without thinking that I'm literally about to die. I can't listen to the Velvet Underground without thinking about what a colossal douchebag Lou Reed is. Oh, okay. Was. Suck it, Lou Reed, you listen. dead bitch. Oh. oh. <laughs> R.I.P. Katie's, Katie's like Katie's like I quit. I quit Thank the podcast. That's he actually left us now. Bye. John Cale is playing in Austin this year at Levitation. He was like one of the original. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I would go see him. I would go see the Velvet Underground now that Lou Reed's dead. And then everyone's gonna be like, "Hey, play Venus in Furs." And then after that song is over, everyone's gonna leave because no one no. actually is a real fan hey. of Velvet Underground. Oh my god, except, I am. Except for like, <laughs> I was say except for a few of us. Yeah, except for Katie. I'm included. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making fun of the people who only know. Oh. Like, do you know that one song? <laughs> you know Venus in Furs. Like all the hipster boys play it when they bring girls home, like to be edgy. That's not what Sean played for me our first night. I don't want to know. <laughs> He's my friend too. Um, listen. Oh, I'm like that with Dashboard Confessional. I know like three Dashboard Confessional songs. The only three that matter. Hands so, down. Hands down. Hands down. Vindicated. And stolen. And Screaming Infidelities. Oh, okay. I don't even know. Stolen. I only like Hands Down. I love um, Hands Down. It makes me feel so emo. My I eyeliner immediately like, smears. That's what Vindicated is for me. I like, always wanted somebody to just kiss me with their hands on my waist Aww. like they i meant have it. made out <laughs> to that song before <laughs> you're like wait 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 not yet not yet and now no. literally as soon as the <laughs> breathe in i was just like mm. i was like if if you were playing like a mark mission a brand of scar like in its entirety like yes i would want to see you at shaky knees but like i don't want i want to hear this era of Dashboard Confessional, I don't want to hear this new stuff. You're trying to peddle us. Thanks. Don't want to hear your later albums. Yeah, I'm a fake. Fa- I'm a fake fan of Dashboard. But I'm not really a real fan. I literally just like hands down because it reminds me of drinking beer in high school. Sorry, mom. Oh, I just I'm so. a my I'm a MySpace fan of Dashboard Confessional. Ooh, yeah. Can yeah, I? Yeah. Use, could I use that song on my profile? Yes, cool. I like it. Oh my god, I miss that. Dude, I saw. I used to have like. Facebook a, kind I, had of has a, that now. I had a dinosaur background mm-hmm. when I had a MySpace. 
And I'm pretty sure my MySpace name was something along the lines of Dinosaurs Say Roar or some shit like that. You know, super emo. R-A-W-R. And yeah, the music was the best. Dude, I saw a tweet the other day where somebody was like, wouldn't it be cool if like we could put songs on our Twitter pages and we could like change the background? Fuck you, child. Somebody comes to our page, they can just like hear the music we like. And it was just like, ah, too young. What about Zanga? I would still. My I Zanga, want to find Zanga. Zanga is I can't, still out there. I found it a few years ago. I can't ever find it, and I can't remember what mine was. But yeah. that oh, shit. I remember what mine is, but I'm not going to say Zanga. it on this podcast because Renee, what was your MySpace it. name? Uh, that's her name. That's the, that's the name. So the girl from the ring. I think. Could you change your MySpace name? Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's Annie underscore r-e-c-k-s-o-n annie are you okay no it's uh it's a funny uh it's like mike hunt it's annie annie rexon like anorexia <gasps> oh like, like britney spears song if you seek annie oh, if you seek annie. Um, yep yeah. just like that yep wow i'm gonna yep i think so that's clever. it wow i think that's it can't remember mine was capital x miss Brightside. <gasps> capital x yes I yeah. love it. I love it. My sister's was he- uh, Feather Heather. Oh my god, Jesus. Sorry, Heather, I love you. <laughs> now we can find Heathers. Um, hey, so do you guys like sports? I like soccer. Oh, well. Well, you should listen to this cool podcast by my friend Stuart. It's called The Obscure Ball Podcast. And it isn't your typical sports podcast. It explores the strange, the zany, the obscure, and sometimes the criminal elements from the world of sports. Produced by Small League Productions, each story focuses on a rather obscure event. And if you're listening to our amazing podcast, you're obviously a fan of podcasts. And maybe you might even want to start your own. If that sounds like you, check out smallleaguestude.com to learn more about how Small League Productions can bring your idea to life. And Stuart is a super cool dude. He has done so much voice work for me because he's an amazing friend. And he's also pretty good at fantasy football. He's actually kind of better than I am, which is upsetting. Yes. You can also, uh, if you want to go on my website, www.pogueliketheband.com, he actually recorded some radio commercials for me. Because he's that's amazing. So cool. Yeah, Stuart. that's what I know. Stuart's the best. Stuart's a good friend of mine, and this podcast is really good. The last episode I listened to was about, like, a 10-cent beer day where they did, like, no limit on the amount of beer you could get, so people just got absolutely trashed, That as sounds you like would. a horrible idea. Right? I mean, it sounds yes. fun, but... Yes. This was at, like, a... Uh, what? Like a Major League Baseball game. Like, where people uh, are also sitting up in, like, high levels, getting yes. wasted, and possibly falling in... Okay. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. fell and died, but there were, like, a ton of fights. And uh, people even like started fighting the baseball players. Like they jumped on the field and started fighting. The baseball, the baseball players, players were also in between hits, like going and getting their ten cent beers. Wouldn't you? <laughs> so the entire time, this, <laughs> even the people who are like uh, talking, announcing it, are like wasted. Oh, <laughs> I think, I think he just went to the home run. Oh my god! <laughs> You'd be a great baseball announcer. Woo! That's Woo! all. I, that's all I got. I don't know anything about baseball. I don't even know much about soccer. Uh, because, But, you know, my husband plays soccer, and um, 
That's about all I know. All I know is I get extra gay every four years for the Women's World Cup. I was about to say, soccer like players. Extra gay. Soccer, extra gay. Like, my gayness goes up to 12. Soccer players probably have the hottest sports players, to, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, the men are hot. Mm-hmm. The women are hot. Mm-hmm. Like. Everyone's hot. I just think. It <clears> would <throat> be nice to just have a giant soccer orgy maybe one day with every soccer player in the world. Yeah, I'm totally up and, for it. Uh, it's fine. Me and Megan Rapino and uh, Megan Rapino. <clears throat> That would be like oh, that'd be like a Guinness World <clears throat> Record. Let's do it. Hey, soccer people. <laughs> hey, soccer people. <laughs> did, did y'all know that Megan Rapino is married to um, a lady who's like an amazing WNBA, WNBA mm-hmm. player? Like they're they're them as a couple is basically if like Lionel Messi and LeBron James. Like, I thought you were about were to say Lionel Richie. Got on long. <laughs> if Lionel Richie. Is that Lionel Richie? Yes. All I know is. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> is it tea you're looking for? Oh, speaking of tea. Meow, meow, oh, meow. Yeah. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to keep going. But yeah, I, I guess know. we could talk about tea. Tell us about this tea, Liz. Give us the tea. So this week, since we're down under. Down under. We are drinking some strawberry kiwi iced tea. It's iced because it's hot as balls down here. Literally. My car said it was 106. Yeah. I know. Down yeah. here? No. Yeah, in Georgia. Down here in Georgia. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, we are drinking our strawberry kiwi this year. <laughs> this year. Hold on. This year? Drink us some strawberry kiwi. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Anyways, today we are drinking the strawberry kiwi iced tea, like I said, from Just Add Honey. Whee. And if you still haven't ordered anything from Just Add Honey, what are you doing? What's your problem? Literally incredible. The tea is so good. So freaking good. Their shirts are so cute. I'm, like, obsessed they with are. their locations. And it was basically, she just was like, I love tea mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> I can't find anywhere to get you know, really, really good tea, I'm just going to start making my own. So she literally woke up one day and was like, okay, well, time to make tea. Happens. And it's like the best tea literally <clears throat> ever. Really- but the tea this week is so good. And usually when we when I drink iced tea, especially if it's fruity, I have to add like honey yeah. or lemon juice mm-hmm. or something. This and it's by itself and it is so, so delicious. Good. It's so good. Uh, yeah, definitely check out their, I mean, you can go to their Beltline location on the weekend and, like, have yourself a little tea party. And, like, what's better than that? Yeah, you can literally pay, like, a certain amount a person, I think, and do, like, a high tea party where they serve you, like, cute little English snacks and, like, mm-hmm. fancy <gasps> teacups and everything. Everyone, go to justadhoney.net and you can use our code. Should we get into it? Started talking about this dumb dumb cunt. Oh my. Um. Yeah. She's. Oh, she's a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. A real rump rat. What is it? Root rat. Root a rump. Rat. <laughs> a rump rat. <laughs> she's probably a rump rat too. She's the old root rat. She's just fucking crazy. Like. She... I mean. Well, like, and she comes from. Uh, she comes from like a super like notoriously awful family right. too. Like, um, we're talking about Catherine Knight, by the way, if you haven't heard of her. But in Aberdeen, which was like the main business, there was a slaughterhouse or an abattoir, as the Australians call it. 
little abattoir. Um, they basically slaughterhouse culture attracts mostly like criminals and mm-hmm. troublemakers. But even like with that knowledge, the Knight family still stood out because they were basically like Australian hillbillies. Catherine herself was a lifelong purveyor of violence, including child endangerment, attempted murder, and eventually actual murder. But a lot of that can be blamed on her super shitty upbringing. Mm-hmm. Trademark. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally, it was mm-hmm. so bad. So shitty. Um, she was essentially born into a family of violent, alcoholic rodeo people, and one of her uncles was actually, like, a semi-famous rodeo person. Mm-hmm. Am I remembering that yep. right? And, but he killed himself with the old the old uh, metal bullet in yell cranium yeah. uh, as he was in his <laughs> early 30s. But we'll talk about this a little later because uh, she was more than a little bit obsessed with him. Her um, uncle? Her uncle, yeah. Yeah. She was, like, obsessed with her uncle oh my and God. the fact that he killed him, killed himself. Pit the old, pit the old dingo Roy in the old rue. I'm just gonna come out I here guess and that's say Australian slang. I'm gonna have a lot it of reactions sense. in this episode because, <laughs> like I said, this case was like I just could not. Yeah, Katie was not okay. Get past <laughs> like once I read what 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 she did and how she did it and where things were. I was like, nope, I'm done. So my reactions are genuine because I do not know much about this crazy woman. Craziness and murder don't weird me out, but she is fucking crazy. It was funny because Liz and I were familiar with Catherine Knight, but Katie wasn't. It True. was like reading Fifty Shades of Grey, but, what? but so like the, but Fifty like, Shades of the Outback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of <gasps> Oh my God. Yeah, she pretty did much. what? She pretty did much. What? <sighs> yeah. Um, she was born as a twin. And since her sister is a fairly normal good person, I'm just going to assume she's the evil twin and probably left-handed. Well, her sister's name is Joy. I know that much. I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> Joy and... Oh. Um, also, I did her natal chart. Oh, Lord. Because, oh, of Jesus. course, I fucking did. Now, did you write a song about it? I did. <laughs> oh, my God. Can we okay. play that at the end of the episode? I'll I'll play the part where I'm, like, singing about Pluto and Scorpio because I like that part. Um, like somebody else named Catherine, she, her son is on the cusp of Scorpio and Libra. Right on the cusp. I promise I won't murder y'all. Which she potentially will. made Not her right obsessed now anyways. with her idea of fairness. Um, she was obsessed with, like, getting what was due to her, like, uh, Price's house. We'll talk about Price later. Don't uh-huh. worry. We're going to circle back to that. There's plenty um, of men we're going to talk about. How often she deserved sex and which room in the slaughterhouse she should work in. Newsflash. She really thought- talking about me. Yeah. No, if if Liz and I <laughs> or Katie's husband, like, disappear and you don't know what happened to us, she has definitely turned us into suits and is um, having no, sex no, in the suits. No, no, no. I would I'm love not to be turning you into a suit. I am just... Soup. Soup? That's right. That's no, oh, suit? no, I said soup. I know you did, but I want to oh. be soup. You want to be I'm soup? I'm tying okay. you up and having soup. my way with you. Oh, God. Oh, that's that's, about, that's about I'm about turned on. I mean, fine. that's fine, yeah. But real quick. We can just cut this off right now. <laughs> <laughs> so her nickname, I've read, is Kath, right? Kath, yes. My coworkers call me Kath. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, <laughs> so this is really, this is like crazy Katie Waters. Crazy Kath. It's okay. Um, crazy Kathy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> so there's more. Uh. Her moon is an Aquarius, okay. which makes her extremely observant. Mm-hmm. So this is a very like 
dark placement for Moon. Um, she wasn't intelligent, but she was very skilled in human nature and like understanding how humans worked and how to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. Um, she also had a strong desire for independence, uh, which is why she basically started at the slaughterhouse as soon as she could, which was 15 years old. Dropped out of school, jumped in. Venus and Scorpio. Uh, she attracts other people with very similar interests, especially in rooting. Yeah. You want to root a lot? You that got means the right girl. The sex. <laughs> means sex? Yeah. Are, are you keen? Oh, my God. That's what, they, that's what they say. That means, do you want to fuck? Are you keen? <gasps> wait, what? When they want to fuck. Like, like, are you keen? Like, are you keen? Oh, my God. I can't wait to say that. <laughs> um, if you want to make somebody with Venus and Scorpio happy, you have to display complete loyalty and attention to them. Hold up. Let me... <laughs> also, uh, her Mars is in Libra, um, which she has to think a lot about things to do, has to think a lot about things before she does them, and an she sometimes crisis. procrastinates to avoid making a decision, and she will play innocent when challenged, and is obsessed with her idea of fairness. So, there's more in it, but those were the parts that I found most interesting in regards to her character. It's not me. Thank God. <laughs> it's her. <laughs> No, I know it's not you because your Mercury is in Scorpio and her Mercury is in Libra. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mercury is in Scorpio. That's right. Are you Kane? Oh, my God. So let's talk about her fucking dad. Do you guys want to talk about her fucking dad? I hate her dad. The capital W-O-R-S-T worst. Literally. Quintessential asshole with a brutal, insatiable need for sex. What? Yeah. Like... Um, her? No, 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 no. Oh. Thank God. From her mom. He was just a horny and man. Was, like a yeah, everyone no knew. Controlling man. No. It was not horny. Beyond horny. Yeah. He would, like, he would, when he wanted to have sex, he would chase her mother around the house in front of the kids. When he would catch her, he would beat her into submission. So he had a problem. He had a problem. And then he would rape her right in front of the kids. Oh, my God. Up to God. ten times a day. Up to oh ten times a day. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's what she grew up around. Um, of yes. course you're gonna be. But I mean, also her mom. Her mom would be like, you know, when he wasn't around, she would be like, "All right, kids, gather around. Let mm-hmm. me tell you about me and your dad's peen wrestling last night." Why? Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. She what? was also she. I mean, she's not mom of the year for no. sure. No, no she was, was not. Why did they have in that kids? And they had what, so eight many kids? kids. She was always telling them about their sex and their rape and what mm-hmm. he needed and how you should avoid men and how they're all the worst. And mm-hmm. she yeah, literally, I did, I did read that like the reason Catherine kind of did what she did is because she was basically getting back at everybody. Yeah, she was yeah, hardwired to she do believed this. All men were evil. Yeah, I mean, they're not not, but yes, but like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she also like I don't know if this is true or not, but she was maybe molested by her older half brothers. But yeah, the like, court the court psychiatrists um they ended up saying that like they're not for one hundred percent sure mm-hmm. if that's true or not, but it seems very probable based on her behavior and her yeah. words. It seems so. very likely, but like also. That was a lie she pulled out many times against other people. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and in it's those rough. instances, like it was a lie. So it's difficult to like, but it's possible <clears throat> and likely because, like we said, terrible fucking. But members of her family people. confirmed it in court, though. That that's true. Yeah, and I mean, she didn't only say it happened until she was twelve. She mm-hmm. didn't make up like a wild story about it. She yeah. was just like, "Yeah, this is yeah. what happened." 
We're just going to keep doing this accent the whole episode. <laughs> oh, I love the Australian accent. It's so much so fun. Much. It's so much fun to do. As we said before, basically, as soon as she could leave school, she left school yeah, at the 15. age of 15. Mm-hmm. Did not know how to read or write. Mm-hmm. Could could barely even write her own name. That's perfect. You go right ahead. Just go go be in the slaughterhouse. Well, yeah. she was probably tired of getting in trouble. She was assaulting people at school all the time. That's she true. got in trouble multiple times for assaulting kids. Mm-hmm. She was, yeah, she was violent from a young age. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. That's so awful. She did not ask to be, like... She did not ask to be in that family. She no. was put into that family, and those people just totally fucked up. Oh, yeah. And Yeah, she was destined to at least be a little bit messed up. So while you use your rubbers, yeah. when, you, when you're rooting, go and get you a rooting rubber. Ew. What's <laughs> uh. happening. <laughs> oh, my God. But, she, like, I mean, she was a violent person, which, like, you would, you would think... That one, the slaughterhouse would be the perfect place for her, which it was. And two, she would have gotten all of her aggression out at the slaughterhouse because she fucking loved being at the slaughterhouse. Mm, yeah, she loved it. She loved it. Um, her first job was in the awful room, which is O F F A L. Um, and that's like the weird meats, like the the yeah awful kangaroo. No, like. <laughs> No, what's weird? I hate you. I don't understand. <laughs> Awful is like the the bits you can't use for like oh, so hot dogs, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and Gross. she just she and all the other newbies would just like scrape blood and marrow from carcasses. Mm-hmm. And but she moved her way up to Katie. You're gonna love this. She moved her way up to the boning room pretty quickly. Hey, and very worked quick. as a boner. Ooh, what happened in there? Ooh. <laughs> 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 Katie. <laughs> Katie's like, did you guys have a boning room? And I just like, I'm go okay, right there. Is there a boning room? Do you guys have a boning room? I start taking husband. my clothes off. <laughs> oh my god, it's called a hotel. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wow, that? oh. that's a new slaughterhouse. Oh my god. Um, but she got her first <laughs> official set of knives when she became a boner. Yes, and she fucking loved her knives. She carried them everywhere, everywhere. with her, everywhere. Mm-hmm. That she should was... be a big red flag right there, like for anybody. Who sees that? Like, yeah! And it's not just, like, a couple of knives. No, it's it's butcher's knives. So it's, like, really scary Like, she just fucking graduated from Le Cordon Bleu and is just carrying her set of knives with her everywhere. But there's scarier knives than that. There's no fruit knives. She would hang them above her bed, like, when she went to sleep. Like, she had little hooks to hang them above her bed. Why? Because she is fucking... Crazy. I mean, she's fucking crazy. And I don't feel bad saying this because she's fucking have crazy. She's fucking mad. Fucking mad. Mid. Mad. Bed. <laughs> Head. Sad. Sad. Bed. Sad. <laughs> like we said, fucking love the slaughterhouse. And like when she wasn't busy, like scraping bones or whatever you do in the boning room, mm-hmm. um, she would just like wander around and like look in the other rooms where animals were dying. And her favorite room to hang out in was the pig room, huh. mm-hmm. which is where the pigs were slaughtered. Yeah. And her best friend in the slaughterhouse was the old man who killed the pigs. Mm-hmm. And she would just, like, hang out with him while he was busy killing pigs. So funny. Hey, how's your day going? Wink, wink, wink. Hey, that's great. Wink. She's over here killing some, <laughs> some pigs. Some poor defenseless little piggies. Poor piggies. Yeah, Katie and I are both vegetarian, so this is, like... This is not a fun episode. Liz. Yeah? Listen, I really like chicken nuggets. You I'm enjoy sorry. your swine? 
<laughs> I actually don't really love pork. I like oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's some. Yeah. Uh, I love chicken nuggets. I mean, those cows can go mad. Mad. <laughs> I said chicken nuggets. I know. Not I know. beef nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't really love beef either. No, I know. Weird. I just I just accidentally combined pork and beef because it's all the same to me. I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm sure. It's alright. I don't care. <laughs> I'm still gonna eat them nuggets. Come here, little chicken. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm gonna Would give you not make stickers. them myself. I'm not a nugget. <gasps> Someone oh. gave me one of those ones because I eat a, a lot Chick-fil-A. of chicken nuggets. Chick Fil A brings see. you in your bag, and there's. I am not a chicken nugget. I thought you were going to say brings her her bag and it's just like round because it's just full it's of It's just a chicken. I wish. <laughs> like it's a paper bag, but it's like all grease and it's just like got 85 nuggets in it. You're like, thanks. My pleasure. My pleasure. Well, I mean, that would be my you pleasure. You fucking suck at your job. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> that really awkward noise was me trying to pour more tea. <laughs> I wonder if they say my pleasure when they're done having sex. I don't know because I didn't have sex when I worked at Chick Fil A. They like gay people work there. To. They I wasn't out then. But you were still gay. I you just weren't out. Just she was checking out. out all the ladies' asses. <laughs> I, I can't say anything. I check out people's butts all mm-hmm. the time. Sorry if you know me. I am staring at your ass when you turn around. Like I stare even at everybody's ass, even if I don't know you. <laughs> um, it's not that I'm being weird and creepy. I just like butts. You're basically Tina. She can't lie. I like butts. Yeah, you're Tina from Bob's Burgers. I'm obsessed with Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I've never watched Bob's Burgers. I know. Let's talk about her first marriage. Yes. So I know about this. David Kellett. David Kellett. I don't think... Okay, so, like, most most of, like, the people in Australia have a nickname, but I don't remember a nickname for David no, Kellett. No, he doesn't have like one. Davey. Kelly. Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Um, so, uh... I don't want to say that's not an Australian accent. So David Kellett says, a good mate with a gut full of peace. Yeah. That was more British than Australian. Oh, well. Basically, he was an alcoholic. Yeah, literally, that's the first sentence of every website, of every article that he <laughs> came up in. Literally, <laughs> hard drinking or alcoholic mm-hmm. or, like, right next to his name. Which is funny because um, at this point, uh, Kath didn't drink. Mm-hmm. She was completely sober. Yeah, she was only like 18. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you can drink at 18. I know, I'm just saying, like, she was really young uh, to have, yeah, like, yeah, develop yeah. the problem. Oh, yeah. But, like, she basically, I don't want to say strong-armed, but she basically strong-armed him into marrying her because she was like, oh, I'm 18, I'm not married yet, you're alright, let's have some babies. Literally. In, like, slaughterhouse world, if you're not 18 and pregnant, then, like, you're basically an old maid. I don't understand it. Well, it's really funny because she had such a thing for, like, guys that were a lot smaller than yes, her. Yes, because they were easier to control. She really wanted to, like... She could just pick she them just, up and throw them across the room. Literally. She was, like, punting people. Yes. Oh, yeah, she was... She would go up to men and just... <clears throat> You'll do. Yeah, she was, like, she was 6'1". How tall are you, Liz? 5'11". Okay, Damn. so basically... Not even. You? Two inches is I'm, a lot different. I'm 5'3 uh, and a half. 5'3 and a half? Mm-hmm. I'm 5'2 and a half. Wow, I could crush you guys. You really could. <laughs> you just be like, meh, <laughs> flattened, <laughs> flattened. But yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> she met her alcoholic first husband, David, at the mm-hmm. factory. Yes. So, like we said, she likes really short guys, really small guys. So in Aberdeen, she was actually renowned for 
offering armed combat to anyone who upset her. Damn. <sighs> it's just so cringy to think about just like a really large outback woman just like, <laughs> what you say to me? I'll get ya! <laughs> only like men. She would only fight yeah, men. Yeah, it's so weird. It's, yeah, she didn't fight women. But she, yeah, she... If you like all that pent up like cut her aggression off and shit that she had going on from her yeah. childhood, you like I don't know. If you killed a pig before she could get to it, she'd fist, kill you. Fisticuffs! You want to take this outside? <laughs> I love it. All I know is that that husband like stayed out too late one night and like she oh, went, like hit him upside. Oh wait, 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 wait! We have to talk about their wedding night. Oh, I know about that too. Yeah, because I'm pretty and sure. And at that this... point, why didn't he run? Well, I'm pretty sure I don't. This probably happened on Katie's wedding night too. I'm gonna wait her a day. Probably. Because I mean, consensual. Well, yeah, this was consensual. The well, problem... David Kellett was a sad boy. He was a sad boy. He had been yes. through a lot of tragedies, so he watched his best friend get killed in front of him in mm-hmm. a shunting accident. As well as witnessing a train hit a school bus. Oh my yes. god. He yeah. was destined to end up, the well, not end up, but he was destined to be with crazy Yeah, bitch. it was pretty crazy, yeah. So he was <laughs> obviously... Why is this shit happening in my life? life? Oh, look at this Well, woman. he actually got on the bus and removed the dead bodies before they could get hit any further. Oh my mm-hmm. god. It was really sad. Oh my god. So, yeah. Obviously, I guess being a witness to those incidents is probably why he was an alcoholic. If I, I had so, to guess, yeah. Oh, yeah. so especially because he was pretty young too. But he, yeah, he was such a heavy drinker that he was causing several derailments at his job because he originally mm-hmm. worked at the train tracks. Yes, um, and he got fired because he literally was like causing major, major issues because he was drunk. So, so yeah, Renee, tell us about that wedding night. Okay, so I'm pretty sure this, like I said, I'm pretty sure this also happened on Katie's wedding night. <laughs> so. Obviously, since Kellett was a sad boy and liked drinking, he drank two days straight before their wedding. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, two days straight. Long-ass bachelor <clears throat> party. And then on their wedding night, they only had sex three times. Only? And then, only. And then he passed out drunk and from sex. How did he get it up? I don't know. I mean... But he managed to get it up three times. And, did he? Uh, apparently. But while he was sleeping... A uh, calf basically like laid beside him and obsessed over the fact that because of her creepy ass mother, she knew her parents had sex five times on their wedding <gasps> night. Oh Jesus! So Christ. she's just laying next to him, going, "Mom and Dad did it five times. Mom and Dad did it five times." Literally, she's like screaming. And then she eventually got so mad that she choked him till he woke up, and then punched him in the face. But did the choking cause an erection? Apparently not, because then she wouldn't have punched him in the face. Yeah, I would assume. I think okay. she might have tried the choking as a turn-on, and then it didn't work, and then she was she like, what the feck? Only what three times, and she's Only not satisfied. She That's what I put in my notes. Video. What? In what? My, in my notes, I put parentheses, you're welcome, ho. I question mean, mark, question mark. She's a literal root rat. That was, I like, mean, the nickname for there her, must have been she some, was like, insatiable. Pain on both ends. Well, and, like, she grew up... <laughs> She grew up believing that, because of the way her dad acted, if you wanted to have sex, you deserved sex. Didn't matter what the other person Mm -hmm. was doing. If you wanted sex, you deserved sex. So, if the other person didn't want to have sex as much as she did, she got pissed off. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. To be fair, her mother 100% warned David. Oh, for sure. I have the direct quote. Oh, really? Yes, please. So, he was giving an interview, and he said... 
The old girl said to me, watch out. She said, you better watch this one or she'll fucking kill ya. Start her up the wrong way or do the wrong thing and you're fucked. Don't ever think of playing up on her or she'll fucking kill ya. And that was her mother talking. But congratulations. She she told me she's got something loose. Yeah. Oh, what? Loose? She's got a screw loose somewhere. Yes. And a cooter loose. I was about to say, it's a oh, loose vagina. a loose cooter. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> that's I what mean, she meant. That's what she meant. Well, that's just because she's aroused literally all the time. Damn. Yeah, so cut to her. After that, she gets pregnant. And if you think that she was crazy before she got pregnant. It ramps up. Wow. Just imagine pregnancy hormones, but then imagine a wild person's pregnancy yes. hormones. So. And, yeah, that was. Hell was, no. Was it after the pregnancy Hell that no. he came home late from a dark tournament? That was tournament? during her pregnancy. During her pregnancy, yeah. That's when he came home late from the dark tournament. And she had, like, uh, what's. Oh. She, she burned had, all his clothes. She had waiting to exhale all of his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. She burned all of his. What else was it? It was, like, clothes shoes like all his personal effects mm-hmm. like everything and then when he came home she hit him in the back of the head oh with a cast iron God. skillet and cracked his skull cracked, cracked a, his skull. a cracked skull he mm-hmm. like he stumbled outside went to the neighbors they called an ambulance and they were like yeah your fucking skull is cracked fucking <laughs> <laughs> see your brain man <laughs> but like the sad thing is is that because of all the like Australian machismo, mm-hmm. he would never like tell people the level of abuse he was receiving. No, he was like brushing it off, even though everyone yeah. knew she was crazy. Yeah, it got to the point where his coworkers would just like wait and see what bruises mm-hmm. he would show up with. That's fucking. She would like stab him with scissors mm-hmm. and like push him around and like push him into yeah. stuff, and then send him off to work. Yeah, <laughs> Bye. Bye. see you later. <laughs> Come back with that dick for me later. <laughs> did you, uh, God damn, did she show up to his job, though? Be like, all right. Have to go in the bathroom. Uh, bring, bring him around. Get your dick out. Oh, my God. Please oh, yeah, come Because they worked at the slaughterhouse together, mm-hmm. so she probably got right horny watching the pigs They went to the, the, went to the boning room. Yeah, they were probably, like, get like to covered the in blood room. doing Let's go to the boning room and get a boner. Better get that tallywhacker ready. Her what? Tallywhacker. Isn't his penis? Yes. yes. Yikes. You've never heard Tallywhacker? No. From Come on. Midwest. I don't know. Stop using that as a goddamn excuse. <laughs> I don't know. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> I went to private school and I'm from the Midwest. It gets me out of everything. I mean, that's fair. So, yeah. I mean, obviously she had problems, but he was Big like... Problems. I don't know, we'll get more into it later, but he stayed with her through some really, like, really crazy stuff. Yeah, so in May 1976, Kellett left her for another woman and moved to Queensland, apparently unable to cope with Knight's possessive, violent behavior. But he left Melissa behind. I was about to say, why? With a crazy lady. With a crazy lady. Why would he do that? So, we'll just wait. Because the next day, Catherine was seen pushing her new baby in a pram down the main street violently throwing the carriage from side to side. Stop. Yeah. yeah. Stop. And then she would occasionally just, like, pick Melissa up by her ankles <gasps> and swing around and going, is a baby, is a baby. In town. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so obviously that happened, and she was admitted to St. Elmo's Hospital in Tamworth, where she was diagnosed with postnatal depression, and she spent several weeks recovering. 
Um, she then signed herself out and was released. Mm-hmm. But shortly after that, she placed two-month-old Melissa on a railway line shortly before the train was due. Then she stole an axe, went into town, and threatened to kill several people. But, like, the scary... Why was she not locked up way before oh, the shit that she did? Girl, it gets worse. Just way, way worse. Way worse. Um, so she knew the train was coming, and then the, the worst thing about, like her marching through the town with an axe as people were just, like, so used to the Knight family mm-hmm. fucking around and doing crazy things. They were like, it's old like, Catherine. Oh, there she goes. There she goes with the axe. Meanwhile, old Ted, the town's homeless forager, was roaming around the railroad tracks trying to, like, I don't know, find berries and dingoes <laughs> or something. Just little dingo berry. And he was making Vegemite. <laughs> oh, I think you do make that from trash, so... <laughs> What's that song? I come from the land down under. Uh, yeah. That men yes. at work song, and then they're like, yes. um, da, 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 da. with a Vegemite sandwich. sandwich. Mm-hmm. That was old Ted. I think old Ted is all the guys <laughs> and men at work. So, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> old Ted did rescue Melissa because oh, he was God. like, oh, I found a literally a minute what? before the train came. Oh, yes. He's looking for food. And he he's like, baby. he's like, mm, that's not a strawberry. That one looks real big. Oh, that's a nice, plump, juicy, dead dingo. I'm gonna take that home. Picks it up, and he's like, "What the hell? There's a baby!" <laughs> but even with yeah. this, like her marching through the streets with an axe and almost killing her child, guess, Twice. guess, uh, mental ward again. Put in the mental ward again, and she signs herself out the next morning. Yep. Although this time they did give her well, antidepressants. How, well, how is she allowed to sign herself out? I'm saying. Like, like if, if she is that crazy and that dangerous, how the hell are you allowed to sign yourself out? We're still going. But wait, happened. there's more. There's more. Oh, there's more. Oh, and I think one of, and I'm, I'll talk more about her specific illness, or we'll talk more about her specific illnesses later, but I think one of the saddest parts of the stories for me, this story for me, is... She had multiple chances Mm -hmm. to get control of her mental illnesses Mm -hmm. and deal with her background, and she just didn't. Like no one was like following up on it. They were just like, "Here you go, see you later, get out." Oh, you come from a crazy family. You're just crazy. Yeah. Uh, No one actually sat down with her. Yes. Stop with the the. That's just you. That's where you come from. That's your family. That's how you're gonna be. Like actually. Check do something. Up, check up on people. Like, yeah. <laughs> see how people are doing. Make them not maybe go down that road mm-hmm. and yeah, be a Especially decent human you, being. Come since on. you saw how their family was, you'd think you would be like, oh, well, let's not let their kids do that. No? Yes. But, okay, so did she Did she get the baby, though, after yeah. that? No, yeah, she got yeah. her baby back. They she gave has, her the baby? No, well, she yes. has plenty more babies. I know, not, but they not gave yet. her the she baby? She just had Melissa at this point. No, I'm saying, but she'll go on. Oh, like, yeah, she'll, she'll have yeah. plenty she'll of babies, and she has the baby back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she has a baby. She had... Just oh, wait. Melissa, Australia? Oh, God. It... We are just getting started, Katie. Like, Literally. it gets so much worse. Right. So, a few days later... Catherine slashed the face of a woman with one of her knives. Ooh, oh, it was one that. of the neighbors. Yeah, it was um, the Macbeth lady yeah. who she worked with, and she like mm-hmm. tricked these people into taking her. She to... made up some story. Yeah, she like right? goes up to their house and she's like, "Oi, my baby's sick. Gotta go to the hospital." Mm-hmm. And then she goes back to her house and she like rigs her porch with like knives and weapons, and they go like pick her up. Yes, and she tries and attack. To attack she them. picks up her big, like, huge knife, and she starts mm-hmm. chasing this lady's kids around. Yes. 
because when the lady came, she came with like her mother and all of her kids, and she's like, "There's too many of you. Go get rid of some of you." And thank God, <laughs> thank God, her dad had come the day before and taken her gun that she kept on the oh porch because they heard her saying, "Where is it? Where is it?" Like roaming around something. her porch looking for her gun. And if she would have had it, she would have definitely like killed some of them. You mean her sex craze dad? Yes. He probably was busy fucking the gun. Oh. Like, eventually, when she couldn't shoot these people in the face, she just decided to settle for a simple old kidnapping. Crazy. Yeah, slash this woman in the face. And I'm pretty sure that, like, she ordered them to take her to the service station of the mechanic who had fixed David Kellett's yes. truck so he could leave. Hoppy, the mechanic. Hoppy, the, the one-legged mechanic. mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katie. We're not making that up. This story is fucking weird. <laughs> it's oh, Australia! Katie, it gets so I can't much wait better. To live there. So they basically like tricked her, kind of tried to trick her, and they were like, we gotta stop at the petrol station to get petrol. And then when they stopped, the entire family locked <laughs> themselves in the office of the petrol station. And this tall ass bitch is just banging on the mm-hmm. door, like, open the fuck up! Open the fuck up! And then when they don't, she she takes a little boy in the gas station hostage. Oh, and she also, Hoppy is, poor Hoppy is there at the petrol station. She steals his crutch. Oh <laughs> my god. He's down the door. <laughs> it's so wild. Was Hoppy like on the crutch when she yes! stole it too? So yes! he's just like. So he's just laying on the crutch. Well, she beats the door. It's not funny. We're sorry. It's not funny. But my personal favorite part is when the cops come. (laughs) She, the literal article said she was disarmed when police attacked her with brooms. just happened all so assault with a deadly weapon mm-hmm. um assault with a cleaning supply assault with a cleaning supply um <laughs> attempted murder and uh damaging property and battery for sure and battery do you want to know what she got like absolutely nothing a trip to the mental ward and she got charged <laughs> for <she> absolutely <laughs> zero crimes is this still the same mental ward where she gets to check herself out Oh, okay. And then when she gets checked into the mental station, she's she like, tells, I'm ready to leave. Well, listen, she tells the nurses that she had intended to kill the mechanic at the service station because he repaired David's car, which allowed him to leave her. Yes. To which, after that, she was going to kill David and his mother. So the nurses tell the police. The police tell David. David tells his mom. And then they decide to go back to Queensland to support her. What? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All these yes. people. They were like, oh, we have to go and take care of her because she clearly needs our help. What is in the water there? You need to stop yeah. drinking Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat Vegemite. <laughs> and they were together for eight more years, had another daughter, and they fi- finally broke up when Catherine left him. For Sandy. Oh, and this was not like... Not enough dick? No, apparently not. She and like she had this really creepy habit of like watching him sleep. Like she would do this with every man she was with. Oh, that's not normal. And she 
I mean, it's different. <laughs> like, imagine if you woke up and depends. Imagine if you were if you woke up and Sean was just sitting on the edge of the bed and just like, as soon as you fall asleep, I could just slit your throat. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's what she would do. She would watch them sleep, and if they woke up, she'd be like, you know, I can wait until after you go to sleep, and then I can just slit your throat. And they were like, oh, okay, Kat. Good night, sweet dreams. Love ya. Love ya, babe. <laughs> Love you, my tall Amazonian warrior. Listen. Damn, if she just wasn't crazy, she could have made some money off of that. Right? But, like, her leaving David is just, like, typical for Kath, every single, like, man she was seriously involved with, she would make their lives a living hell for as long as she wanted to, and until she decided that she was done with them. And then mm-hmm. she would just leave them. Um, some of them did try to escape, like, David tried to leave and go to Queensland, but, and a couple of the other guys would leave, but they would all end up coming back. I, I, I don't know if she had, like, beer-flavored nipples or what? Because every <laughs> single one of them had been good in the goddamn. Sack. Apparently, she was. Everyone knew she yes. was. I mean, she was am- apparently amazing. That's how she kept them. Yes, and not, no With man your in penis her life. fly trap. I don't yeah. care how penis good you are. Trap. You crazy? I'm leaving your ass. And now, like when she was in the mental ward, it's like obviously she had some mental issues. Like when she was finally like seen by psychiatrists when she was in court they diagnosed her with borderline personality disorder which causes unstable intense relationships mm-hmm. extreme emotions and impulsiveness mm-hmm. and she also likely had narcissistic personality disorder for sure which causes an excessive need for admiration and a lack of empathy for others and well obviously like having one or both of these doesn't make you a serial killer the fact that she never dealt with it or explored it or, like, figured out how to deal with it, like, just, it absolutely contributed to the horrific crime we're going to talk about soon. Now, did but any first, of the men in her life ever, like, try to get her help or try no, to help it her in seem any like way? It at all. Absolutely not. Like, as obsessed that, I don't want to say they were obsessed, but as, like, into her as they were. Why would you not like try to like make her a decent human being and not fucking crazy? Because well, I you think, think the dick is magic. The into her part, I think, only lasts about a month, mm-hmm. and then they're terrified of her. Yes, because she only was with people that were like a foot shorter than her, mm-hmm. except for one dude. True, uh, John Chillingworth. Mm-hmm. He was the same height as her. Last name was Chillingworth. Chillingworth. I know, right? And. He said she never physically abused him, but she did emotionally abuse him. Right. Oh, okay. But we'll get to him next. So, Oh, this Sunday. First, we'll get to Sunday. So, Knight met 38-year-old minor David Saunders in 1986. A few months later, he moved in with her and her two daughters, although he kept his old apartment in Scone. So, she immediately was like, don't like that. <laughs> she got jealous regarding what he did when she was not around and would mm-hmm. often literally physically throw him out of her house. He would move back to his apartment and then she would invariably follow him, beg him to return, have the sex, let me suck <laughs> your dick, and then yeah. come on back. Like, they said that she would always apologize on her knees. Not a, not a euphemism. Or, wait, yes, a euphemism. Not, Ooh. yeah, for sure. Yeah, she would always I'm apologize sorry. on her knees. Uh, oh my God. I, I assume that's what it sounds like. It doesn't really sound like that. <laughs> you just sound like someone choking on hair in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it sounds In the bathtub. 
It's more like, never mind. My mom listens. Anyways. <laughs> well, this might be the saddest part of the story. Possibly the worst part of the story. In my opinion, this this made me more upset than the actual crime. So, oh, yeah. Um, in May 1987, she cut the throat of his two-month-old dog in front of him. Just so, just because they were fighting, and so she could, like, show him what she could do. Like, it literally was like, me. if you have an affair, this is what's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. So then she also knocked him unconscious with a frying pan. Her and the damn frying pans. Yeah. So I mean, she's got her favorite And if it's a, is it a cast iron one? Yes, a cast yes. iron skillet. This shit's heavy. Yes, they are. <sighs> yeah, so that was really sad. That was really sad. Yeah, but here we go. June 1988, she gave birth to her third daughter, Sarah. Which prompted Saunders... So he impregnated her after yes, she yes, killed his after dog? after that. Yes. Because she killed the dog in May 1987, together. and she gave birth June 1988, so it was after that. Does she have a golden vagina? Apparently. I just picture it as being so gross and smelly, though. I mean, oh, really? with all the men that she's having... The amount well, she was of not... That she's she was kind of scary looking. Like, she's not a hot Amazon woman, mm-hmm. you know, such as some of us. But <laughs> she's, like... She just looks rough to me. I, I mean, don't know. she looks like a mom. Does she? She's even got, she like, looks mom like here. a scary person to me. She, yeah. she looks like I don't know. She looks like a speckled fucking hen. A speckled a fucking hen. Speckled hen. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so she gives birth to Sarah. So then David Saunders puts a deposit on a house, which Knight paid off when her workers' comp came through in 1989. Oh yeah, she just decided she didn't want to work anymore. She literally would pick, be at home picking up dressers, picking up furniture, yep. picking up anything heavy she could the wrong way on purpose, so that when she would go in for her evaluation, they would be like, yeah, your back's messed up. Mm-hmm. Give her workers' comp for life. Yeah. One thing they wanted to know was the way that she decided to decorate. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which was uh, animal skins, skulls, horns, <laughs> leather jackets, old boots, machetes, rakes, and pitchforks. No space, including the ceilings, was left uncovered. Is this in her pleasure chamber? Just her no, whole house. the entire house because she said she liked to be surrounded by death. Okay. Which is and it reminded me of old Greg. Oh, I was going to say it reminded me of like. The more macabre version of Scudder. That's what no. I was thinking. Like, it reminds Scudder me of old like Greg. Cool, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old Greg. Old babe. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a house full of creepy stuff. Yes. So but creepy. Like not, I don't know, not like cool, creepy, but like unsettlingly creepy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's. But it, and she liked to be surrounded by death, which also is one of the reasons why she was so obsessed with. Um, her dead uncle and why when her mother died she really like spiraled Mm -hmm. because she had like a weird thing where she liked to be in control of death and dead people yeah it was pretty wild so that's how she she decided to decorate Mm -hmm. yeah yeah pretty scary stuff so um one night after an argument where she hit saunders in the face with an iron before stabbing him in the stomach with another pair of scissors he moved back to his apartment, but when he later returned home, found that she had cut up all of his clothes. Yep. So he literally is like, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> he quits his job. Oh, I wasn't supposed to be in <laughs> an accent anymore. I'm Steve it's Owen. <laughs> okay, anyways. Look at that one. He's a real didgeridoo. <laughs> he quits his job and goes into hiding. Yeah, he literally, like, 
is, yeah, he's trying to escape from her. And I think this is when she, like, is roaming from bar to bar, which, like, literally bar to bar because there were two bars in two Aberdeen. Bar. <laughs> so she went like, from bear, one bear, 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 and bear, bear. there. And so she went to the next one. And no one would tell her where he was. Like, he successfully was in hiding from her for a really long time. Yes. Until he comes back to check on his daughter and found out that... Why do they keep leaving her with the babies? I don't know. What's wrong with these fucking men? Literally. I don't know. Well, everyone wants to be a daddy, but not everyone wants to be a father. Exactly. Preach. Okay. I don't care if she's that fucking crazy, right? Like, it doesn't matter. Get her, get the child away from her. For the only guy who actually cared about his children, it ended badly for him, so. <laughs> so, yeah, he comes back. He finds out that Knight had gone to the police and told them that she was afraid of him, mm-hmm. with which they issued her an apprehended violence order against him. Wow. So then he yes. couldn't even see his daughter. So, uh... Flash forward to Mr. Chillingsworth, and then literally immediately becomes pregnant. I mean, like in two weeks. Yeah, she's like, like oh, hello, ridiculous. we're rumping. Stop and impregnating pregnant. this woman. Stop, stop in- leaving the babies with this woman. Oh no. Okay, so this this apparently is why John Chillingsworth didn't use Rebus, um, because he prior to being with Catherine he had been in like a long marriage mm-hmm. and had gotten used to just like not wearing condoms because he was in a long monogamous relationship who cares so like as soon as he starts dicking down somebody else he's like oh well we're not going to use condoms here either because i'm used to the feeling without condoms of and not, then just yeah. like immediately what like what does that f- mean like i mean i know what it means but it like does. come sounds- like uh, that's Ooh, your baby, excuse. Too big, That's big. such a what frat if she boy gives excuse. You fucking chlamydia, literally. Like, <laughs> or like, how about you just stop? Okay. Also, how about you, you don't just know, stop? You don't know her. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> she might murder you. Well, see, the thing is, is the thing is, is the guys she dated were all from Aberdeen, so it's not like they're just like, uh, who's this bloke? Cat? Yeah, they then. all knew about her. They it's all like knew. They all wanted to see how crazy she actually was. It's like maybe, yeah. they didn't believe it. Like, they all saw She's the like bruises on Kellett. Mm-hmm. They all saw the bruises on... Sondi. It could have been, like, a, like a, a secret turn-on, like... Maybe they had maybe. a secret society. It's ugh, weird. <laughs> the Catherine Society. <laughs> the Cath Bath. Oh. Okay. Oh, my God. My mouth just, like, fell open. It flew open. So they actually make it three years before she left him again again for a man that she had been having an affair with for some time, the man of the hour, Joan Price. Pricey. Joan Pricey. (laughs) I just need a moment for Pricey. Spoiler alert. I mean, that man. We need a moment for his skin. (sighs) So he, like, I guess... It's really upsetting because he was a very, like, super nice guy Mm -hmm. and very well-liked, like, Mm -hmm. super cool dude. Like, he liked to drink, but he didn't hit women. And he wasn't wild like the rest of them. He was just, like, an alcoholic, which is... Casual. Apparently rare. (laughs) Casual Well, it's Australia, so, I mean... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, And by the time she started dating Price... She started drinking as well because, mm-hmm. as a reminder, all of this abusive shit with like the cast iron skillet and the scissors and everything she sober. did while stone sober. Insane. But so just imagine how crazy she gets when she's drinking. So, but now she's a rum and coke woman. 
But of course, at the very beginning, they get along really well. And his children even like her at the very beginning. Yeah, it, it started out as a very Brady Bunch situation. Mm-hmm. He was the father of three. She was a mom of three. Um, she had an affair oh, with four, him. Because she had the baby by Oh, children. true. I forgot about that little boy. Yeah. And yeah. then his, like, know? his youngest stayed with his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Dodged. But the older two lived with him. Yeah, yeah dodged so. a crazy bullet there. Well, he was well aware of her violent reputation. Like, he knew yeah. all about her. Like you said, everyone mm-hmm. knew about her. It was, like, some big, like, I don't know if it was a good joke to people or what. But she moved into his house in 1995. Mm-hmm. So, like, like Renee said, the children liked her. He was making a lot of money. It was, like I said, a very Brady Bunch situation at first. And apart from their violent arguments, apparently, at first, their life was like a bunch of roses. Mm-hmm. And he would... Did we say he's a minor? Yeah, but first of all, yeah. can we just back up? Apart from violent arguments, yes. how does that sound like a bunch of roses? <laughs> it's like, well, when we're not yelling, we're screwing. Like when we're not beating great. each other up, I'm you know, beating it up. You know what they say? Uh. Every, every every rose has a thorn that okay, will Brett stab Michaels. you in the chest. Okay, Brett Michaels. <laughs> Calm down. Did you know that they put Rock of Love on Amazon Prime? Oh my god. I already watched the whole first season. Are you serious? I've seen Flavor of Love, but I've never watched Rock oh of Love. Oh my god, I Rock love... Rock of Love is the trash version of Flavor of Rock Love. Flavor of Love is the trashiest thing I've ever seen! No, Rock of Love is just the white people version of it, where mm. everyone is like white girls with extensions falling out, and they're drinking a lot of Corona, and they're just oh, like, yeah. Brett! Mm-hmm. Even though I've never seen your hairline. Why did they pick the two grossest men to be on those shows? Flavor Flav is the scariest looking. He looks like a turtle that got run over by a car. So, like, the... This is a fun episode. Their bunch of roses ended when (laughs) Price refused to marry her. Like, she basically, like, bought a ring and, like, mm-hmm. gave it to him and was like, you're, yeah, gonna ask me to marry you. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, did it. So they were engaged, mm-hmm. but he had no intentions of marrying her. Is she giving him a blowjob when she said that? Most likely. She's, she's hey, like, I'm Emery old Monet, just asking me to marry ya. And he, like, told everybody that he wasn't gonna marry her. I want to say, I don't think she married Chillingworth, but she was married to the other two men. So marriage, like, meant a lot to her. And it especially irked her because she had a weird, possessive thing about eventually owning his house. And that I still don't really understand. She was literally obsessed with his house. Mm-hmm. Like, that's weird. Well, he made a lot of money. He did make a lot of money, and he had a great pension. And... I guess because it was, like, the house he bought with his first wife. I don't know. But also her family and her natal chart (laughs) kind of, like, play into her constant obsession with, like, feeling that she's owed something. Mm -hmm. Um, So because he wouldn't marry her, she took her video camera and filmed some medical kits that were out of date that he had fished out of the garbage at work and sent it to his employers because she's a crazy bitch because she's a crazy bitch and even though like he literally got it out of the garbage and they were expired the fact that he took them meant his company had no choice but to fire him so he lost his job that he was extremely proud of that he had held for 27 years and Mm -hmm. he lost his pension 
Wow. Yes. Yep. So naturally, he kicked her ass out of the fucking house. I mean, yeah. Like, but then a few months later, he got back with her. Like, he went back to her. Although this time, though, he would up. not let her be in yes. his house. Like, he wouldn't let her move in. Yes, which was somewhat smart. But he basically lost a lot of friendships because his friends were like, she's crazy. <laughs> she, You lost your job because of her. Like, ain't no pussy that good. Literally, no. Never. No. None. Any man out there. <laughs> No vagina is that is worth good. it. No, <laughs> no, no vagina, and no she's dick going to kill it. you. <laughs> yes, yes. But now we get to talk about the fun part. <laughs> fun part. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so uh, one morning, uh, they had an argument before he went to work because I guess he had another job by now. Yeah. Um, and, and this is S- February of two thousand. Yes. They had an argument which escalated until she stabbed him in the chest. And this was like, like, like some of her other male lovers, she basically would like stab them in the arm or like Mm -hmm. nick them in the arm. And they would, she would tell people that she was like gesturing with the knife and they had fallen into it. But the way she stabbed him in the chest, it was like not a way you could play it off. It was just like she just stabbed him right in the chest. I think she just made that, like, this is my final act. And (laughs) when she stabbed him, he told her she had to leave. And she said, give me $10,000 or the house. And he was like, what? (laughs) So he, like, pretend he told her that he was going to go to the bank and get it because he just wanted her to fucking leave. But instead, he went to the police station to file a restraining order against her. However, because... The restraining order what? was going to take three weeks to implement. Three weeks. Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. So he went to work, and then she spent the day with her grandchildren and, like, filmed weird videos with them. She's, she's like, singing like, nursery rhymes. And letting them play with her titties. What? And, like, uh. sucking on them and stuff. It was uh-uh. really weird. Uh-uh. Yes. Stop. It yeah, was really she weird. was like, ooh, grandmama's bulbies, uh-uh. grandmama's bulbies. Yeah, she was so weird. She just like had her tits out and was letting her grandchildren sit in her lap and play with them. And she had his kids go to their friends for a sleepover. Yes. So when he left work that day, his coworkers were like, "Do not go home. Please go somewhere else." And he was like, "Cuz if I don't show up tomorrow, she she has killed me." Mm-hmm. So they were begging him not to go home mm-hmm. and he was like, "If I don't go home, she might hurt my kids." Right. Which is like <laughs> pricey. <laughs> I just need a moment. Okay, I'm good. <sighs> so he, <laughs> when he goes, when he gets home, she's not there, and he just kind of like drinks and goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. She gets to his house around like eleven thirty, and watches TV for a little bit, and then takes a shower, puts on her new black lingerie because. Mm-hmm. Nothing hotter than a grandma in black lingerie. Mm-hmm. And wakes him up so they can have sex. She's got to get it in first. One last but, time. But the fact that he was just like, all right, eh, okay. Like, why didn't I, he have a weapon? Like, she just stabbed you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just filed a restraining order for her and you're just like half asleep like, all right. I guess this will work. <laughs> So me willing needs to be wet. <laughs> uh, uh, so after they have sex, not he goes, worth it. 
He goes to the bathroom because you should always pee after sex. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> um, and when he comes back from the bathroom, she stabs him in the chest again. And again. Yeah. And, and again. And, and again. again. And then he tries to run and escape. And, and he again. almost gets out the door before she catches up to him. Mm-hmm. Stabs him some more. 33 more times. Throws him against the wall and stabs him more until he's dead. Mm-hmm. 37 times total. And he did not put his arms up to defend himself once. Why? Probably shock, adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Like, so. that broke my heart. Because it yeah. was just like, you, like, he just knows. He's like, okay, well, this is happening. Can I talk about the next part? Since I actually was like... Do you want to talk about the next part? Oh, God. Um, so, yeah, Katie, if you want to talk about it, after she took $1,000 of his money, which nobody knows where it is because her family is just like, what money? What? Money? What is money? money? I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't get any money. What is this lifetime (laughs) supply of Vegemite in my closet? I don't know. Katie, do you want to do the the gold star part? Yes. Like, this is, I'm just going to say, like, this Content warning. Content warning. This part is so brutal. It's nasty. That when the Australian, like, policemen came to the scene and saw this, a lot of them, like, quit Retired. Yeah. And a lot of them retired. And a lot of them quit eating meat. Like. Well, like, one of the things that, like. When I was reading the little sample, it was um, when they were looking through the house, like all the curtains were drawn, you know, and like mm-hmm. one of them actually peered in and was like, oh, there's a bunched up curtain hanging right there. Yep. When they finally made it inside, they were like, oh, that's wait, not wait. a. No, no, no. What? Don't tell them ahead of time. What? Oh, yeah. Don't tell them. Don't spoil. We gotta don't go. spoil the ending, Katie. You got to tell them how the curtain came to be. Who the curtain <laughs> came to be. Well, I don't use. <laughs> Y'all go. Okay, I'll start, and you just, or you... We'll interject. Well, yeah. Content warning. This gets really bad, so sorry. Um, So, when she came back, she laid his dead body down, took one of her favorite butcher knives from the bed, and took his skin off in one peel. Literally. Like, she mm-hmm. cut him... She went from forehead to pubic bone. Cut around the penis mm-hmm. and such a like, down the leg, good yep. like just precise. Like mm-hmm. her, she used the skills she had gotten in the slaughterhouse to just like make the cut so precise that she could just peel his skin off in one off piece. By the like you know when you have an orange and you're able to like peel it in one like twist. That's my favorite. And like oh my god, or when you so can, great. or when like, you can peel your grapes. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, like that. But like he was a, a human, Ugh. a human. So then she hung his skin up. Like a curtain. In between the kitchen uh, and the living room. In between the kitchen and the living room. Um, then she removed his head without nicking the bone. Apparently really smoothly. Once. Like yeah. so smooth. Yeah, she did everything so like delicately and so yeah. with like such like, precision. <laughs> like if she hadn't been caught here, she would have been like a crazy serial killer oh because she, oh, for sure. she was you know she loved it. <laughs> she was good at this. I hate even saying that, but like she kinda was. So she removed his head without nicking the bone. She just, like, one clean cut, placed it in a stew pot, and covered it in water (laughs) with vegetables. Soup. (sighs) She then went back to her favorite cut of meat, the rump. The booty. Booty meat. The ass meat. So (laughs) she uh, cut them cheeks up, 
And then she uh, cooked it with baked potato, pumpkin, zucchini, cabbage, yellow squash, and a special brown gravy for his kids. What was the brown gravy? Well, it's just like well, they were trying to make the. She was apparently she tried to make the gravy with his meat fat, which (gasps) is how you make gravy in real life. Yes, but as you know, like well, it's really gamey. Yeah, so the police said that they found a big pot of like brown congealed liquid Mm -hmm. and there was like a little cup on the side where she had been scooping the fat off the top yeah you okay katie Uh uh-huh i'm great (laughs) don't worry we're almost done we're almost done so So, uh she served that up at the dinner table along with notes beside each plate like place mm -hmm, settings for his two kids so crazy she was preparing to serve his body parts to his children so yep And then they found a third piece of meat kind of, like, flung out the back door. And most people think it's because she tried to eat it. But she couldn't. But she didn't like it. Which like his butt? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why out of every piece on the body you wanted to eat the ass? Oh, because it's, like, (laughs) juicy. Yeah. So when the cops come, the pot with his head in it was still warm, estimated to be at between 40 and 50 degrees Celsius. Indicating that the cooking had taken place in the mm-hmm. early morning, which uh, sometime later after that night arranged the body with the left arm draped over an empty liter soft drink bottle with his legs crossed. Yeah, in his favorite chair. So he just yeah. basically, his dead body basically just became another dead thing for her to control. Yep. Just like another piece of macabre art for her, which is... <sighs> and then she... <laughs> So we didn't talk about this, but one of the frequent things she would do when somebody was mad at her is she would, like, pre- she would do, like, those half-assed suicide attempts. They're like, oh, you know, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, and then wow. just, like, take a handful of pills. So she did this this time. Yeah. She basically, like, took a handful of pills and then passed out on Price's bed. But thankfully, good neighbors. Always be a good neighbor. Oh my god, so, so many good neighbors. Price, so Price's well, there's only neighbor, like four people in Aberdeen, and they all probably heard <laughs> it happening. Um, so Price's neighbor, when he got up, he noticed that his truck was still there. So he, like, immediately called the police. Mm-hmm. Because Price had told well, him... Well, the day before, he was like, hey, if you see my car, I'm dead. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, if you wake up and my car's in the driveway, it's because I'm dead. So he called the police. So right. the police actually arrived before, like, the sleeping pills could really take hold so when they found her, she was just like really drowsy and out of it, and still maintains to this day like she that she doesn't. I have no idea what happened. Yeah, basically, like I have no memory of it. Yeah, you can remember all the other crazy shit you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And that like I see you, Gaff. So like <laughs> when the police walk in, like they see the curtain, and then one of them pushes it aside to get into the living room and then turns around and sees Pricey's face because she did such a good job peeling the skin that his face was still intact. And, like, he's like, oh, it was just a little bit wet. And then they, like, (gasps) turned around and, like, saw Pricey's face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, one of the most gruesome murder scenes that, like, Australia has ever seen. I read that, um, that Thanks to her precise cutting, they were able to put his body back together for the mm-hmm. funeral. Oh God! Like, can you imagine, like, <laughs> like so going insane. to that? Fu- like, can you imagine back putting on? that back together and then also going to his funeral, knowing what happened? I, it, it, 
I mean, technically she boiled his head. What did they do? Oh, who the hell knows? Okay. All right. Huh. Well, first, she, when she was apprehended, she first entered a plea of not guilty. Mm-hmm. But then, Claiming she had zero memory <laughs> of all of it. Yes. But then before the, tr- apparently, like, when, in, like, the pretrial proceedings, mm-hmm. when they were even, like, reading the details of the crime, she passed out and had to be, like, removed from the courtroom. But then before the trial could start, she entered a plea of guilty. She was trying to offer to plead guilty to manslaughter, and that was rejected. So then she was arraigned on February 2nd, 2001, on the murder charge, to which she entered that plea of not guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, so then eventually, when the trial commenced, Justice Barry O'Keefe offered the 60 jury prospects the option of being excused due to the nature of the photographs. So when the witness mm-hmm. list was read out, the prospects, several, like, several of them dropped out. Like, a lot yeah. of people. So most of the jury was, um, like, excused. Her attorneys then spoke to the judge who adjourned the following day. The next morning, she changed her plea to guilty, and the jury was dismissed. It has now been made public that Justice O'Keefe had been advised the, of the plea change the day before. Yeah. He then adjourned the trial and ordered a psychiatric assessment overnight to determine if she understood the consequences of a guilty plea. Which, I mean, you have to, like, she's not a smart woman. So no. that's understandable. I that mean, she couldn't read like, it right. Yeah, she still couldn't Jesus. read it right. So she claimed amnesia. She claimed disassociation, um, which, I mean, most psychiatrists actually did support that. They yes. all said she wasn't saying. They all said they wouldn't be surprised if that was true. But, like, she definitely knows what she was doing because she did it with such precision. And, it wasn't sloppy. And, like, she told people before she did it. Like, right. she would go out drinking without price and tell people, oh, I'm going to kill Proyce and his kids. I'm going to kill Proyce and his kids. Yeah, and she had just zero remorse. And every the yes. town was so small, everyone knew it. So the justice was like, you're not fooling me. Yeah. Like, No. And, like, even after she entered the plea of guilty, she still refused to take any responsibility for the crime. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, is this bitch gonna get out? No. no. no so, no, no, her... No. Never, ever, ever. She will never be Are released. Are you sure no. she's not gonna be able to check herself out? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. no. I'm ready! <laughs> the justice said, like, due to her, literally strictly almost, due to her lack of remorse, it required the severe penalty. So, he sentenced her to life imprisonment refused to fix a non-parole period mm-hmm. in order that her papers be marked never to be released for the first time in Australian history. Yes. She's the first woman ever to do a hard life sentence. Yeah. Which, like, in comparison, there's, like, almost 200 women in America serving life yeah. sentences without parole. Hey, America! I would be so afraid to be in prison with her. Well, like, no, Seriously. like, it's the ex- exact opposite. Like, everyone loves her in prison. She's having a fantastic time. Everyone calls she her says all the, sure she Yeah, she says all the there. time that, that she's living her best life. This is her best self. Sure she's, she's the happiest so awesome. she's ever been. There. She makes mm-hmm. headphones. She's one of their yes. highest paid employees. <laughs> so, like, if you're in Australia and you have wireless headphones, they were probably made by Catherine Knight. Enjoy Insane. Them. Yes. But, like, no, she loves it in prison. She's like Ed Gein when he finally went to mm-hmm. a psychiatric hospital. She mm-hmm. loves it. She's having, she's having the time of her life. I think I read that they're going to do a movie about her soon. Probably. probably I mean, I think it's oh, gonna my be- God. 
they, her story doesn't sound real. Yeah, no. Like I would. Not I don't know be, how they're gonna make that. Movie, I would not but. be mad if people were like, "You guys made up half of this." Like, there's no way there's a one-legged mechanic in Hoppy. That's fake. <laughs> but no, that's true. That's true. That's how Australians are. It's insane. So I mean, basically, when you look back over her life, like there are so many indications that she was gonna commit murder one day. Oh, absolutely. Like there were so many signs pointing to her being crazy. Her just. I'm surprised she didn't murder more people. So. Right. Like, but, I mean, over the years, no one did anything. Like, we were yeah, talking about earlier. They were just like, oh, she's, that's just her. Like, like, they, they were just, just turned a blind eye, and they were just like, whatever. They yeah. were just writing it off as erratic behavior and saying that that's how she was. She's just a teenager. She's just and, a mom. Yes. And then it's just she's like, She's just oh, a she... midlife crisis right now. It's yeah. fine. No, it was really, and, like, just the fact that any of her husbands or any of the men she dated before Pricey could have done something to prevent it. Like, obviously, it's on her. It's on you to take care of your mental health. Mm-hmm. But it also is important to have, like, people supporting you. And, like, not, nobody in her life was like, you should get help. Because she came from a crazy family who encouraged her to act the way she did, never called her out for her behavior. And, like, n- her husbands were just like, oh, I got this bruise from walking into a doorway. But it's okay. Her vagina's golden. <laughs> I've got a well, golden vagina. Like I said in the beginning. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to enjoy vegetables and gravies and meats after this. Oh, no. If I wasn't vegetarian before. I'm actually going to go home and make a roast. Mm. Oh, one of those corn roasts? <laughs> oh, my God. I want one right now. They're so good. Damn. They're so good. Well. Ooh. Thanks for listening, guys. If you stuck through this long, we definitely appreciate it. We know this was a tough episode to get through, but hopefully you had some fun listening to it as well. I mean, the accents were laughable, <laughs> so I mean. If you're Australian, Don't try to apologize. imagine the crime like I did, because yeah. that's what's fucked me up. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. don't. Just forget- imagine the movie that they make one, oh how God. wild that would be. Oh, my God. If. Like in my head, I'm like, I want oh, me. I want um, um, Gwendolyn Christie. Put Gwendolyn Christie in a red wig. I'm I'm there, front row seat, first night. I'll be into that. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for listening. You feel free to like us on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. at Conspiracy Pod ATL. Um, or Conspiracy Podcast on Facebook. If you're listening on Stitcher, please, please, please rate and review us. We should be on Apple Podcasts soon. They keep saying that we are, but we aren't, so we're going to work on that. <laughs> but we really appreciate you. Anything that you guys want to hear on the podcast, feel free to email us at conspiratypod at gmail.com. We would love to hear your suggestions or shoot us a DM. And we can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Like anybody, I would like to live. I just want to do God's will. Just to go. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land.